welcome back to another What's Up podcast. I'm Jocelyn Murphy, the Associate Editor of What's Up. I'm so excited that we have Tamira Gray in the office with us. Hi, Tamira. Hello. Uh, thank you for being here. Tamira is currently on tour with Once on this Island that opened, no idea when you're listening to this, but for us here on a Wednesday morning, it opened last night, Tuesday night uh, at the Walton Arts Center. Yes. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yes. How did opening night go? How'd you feel about you know new city, new crowd? It was great. We had an awesome audience. Um, the energy was good. Um, it's always nice every week. It's a new opening night. Um, and I'm really enjoying my time here so far in Fayetteville. Good. Despite the rain, uh, again, no idea when you're listening to this, but on this Wednesday, it is cold. It is rainy. This is a tropical, (laughs) lovely rain. We were just in St. Paul, which was freezing. Ah. And usually this would be really cold for me, but all of a sudden, after being there, this is like, oh, this is warm. I can handle this. Yes. <laughs> Not quite um, island rain. No. Yeah, but um, it's, yeah, could be worse. It could be worse, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so once on this island is we were just talking about it's not necessarily one of those huge marquee shows that you know everyone whether you've seen it or not you know what it's about mm-hmm. definitely you know but um we actually spoke on the phone a few weeks ago yes. for what's up's preview story of the show and and so during that discussion you and i were kind of talking about a lot of people are familiar with it though because the junior version exists mm-hmm, and regional mm-hmm. theaters do it and and so it is out there but maybe a lot of people are coming to it with no expectations you know not knowing what to expect so tell me a little bit about the show I know there's so much to get into it's so great <laughs> but tell me a little about the show and your role of Papa Gay. Okay um, the show is based off of a book by Rosa Gee called My Love My Love or The Peasant Girl which is also loosely based off of Hans Christian Andersen's The Little Mermaid mm-hmm. and if we stay on that my character you would relate to Ursula. Um, and it's about a girl, uh, Timun, who is um, who 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 lost her mother through a storm, and she believes that the gods have saved her in order for her to bring the two sides of the island together. Our Timun is played by the gorgeous Courtney Carter, and she takes you on this journey when this boy crashes on her side of the idol island, played by Tyler Hardwick, Daniel, and. The island deals with colorism, whereas the wealthy side is the light-skinned blacks, and the peasant side are the darker-skinned blacks. Mm-hmm. And she tells this story to her, her adoptive parents, Mama Yuri and Tonton Julian, that, you know, in the past, her ancestors once loved a grandom, and this time they will get married. This time there will be unity. And they don't believe her. And so she is very strong in her convictions. And she says, I'm going to do this. And she brings, she nurses him back to health. And in the process, she encounters my character, Papa Gay. Mm-hmm. And I'm he's on his deathbed. So I'm there to take him away. Because At, Papa Gay is the, the god of, of death. The god or demon of yes. death. Yes. yes. The only one who actually doesn't get to say I'm a god. Ah. You know, which is interesting because I think that's kind of how I came up with my voice for the character because everybody else is god of water. You know, Agwe, god of love, Urzuli, god of the earth, Mama Asaka. And I say, demon of death 
you know, so it's not a demotion, but it almost seems like it. There's something Mm -hmm. underneath. And so she offers her soul in exchange for his life. And what the gods do is they manipulate her journey because Urzuli, the goddess of love played by Cassandra James, she interferes with my initial taking of Timun in the beginning. And so for whatever reason, she decides to save her. And so Timun believes that this is her faith. This is her purpose. This is what she's meant to do. So she goes on this journey and all of the gods have a play in everything. And she eventually finds herself at the gates of the the Grand Domes at their palace. And she falls in love. Daniel falls in love with her, and she thinks that this is it. Well, what we don't know is that he has a betrothed wife who has been away, and now she's back, and they're holding this grand party for her. Mm. And in that, the, the wife, Andrea, says, oh, no, we're to be married. And he never, Daniel never mentions anything to her of this. And so when the opportunity comes for that great exchange to happen for her, the uniting of the island, we see that without telling too much of the story, we see how uh, T-Moon is both um, deified as well as, you know, her humanity mm-hmm. in yeah. that moment. Yeah. You know, because there's so much that can be taken from that, you know. Is she going to, you know, take take his life you know, in exchange for her own, even though she's already made this bargain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a great adventure set to Caribbean music. You know, there's there's awesome dancing in it. Um, and, yeah, it's just a really fun, fun experience. Yes. So the show kind of starts about 15 minutes before it begins. Yes. So yeah, the the actors are on stage and they are there's been a hurricane the night before mm-hmm. and they're kind of cleaning up and yeah, so the people who are on stage, um Tantan Julian actually is the one who was coming over to me and and uh, he was making sure I didn't have a cell phone and and you know, he was asking me, "Oh, I don't know what a selfie is." And I, you know, <laughs> "What's your name?" So, but he's in character yeah. and and then other actors were coming over and they were like, "Julian, leave her alone." You know, so yeah. that I was totally immersed yes (laughs) but they don't it's not like that through the entire show that's just kind of at the beginning yeah and when we come out in the beginning we're our island people which are different from the characters that we play in the show so everybody has a completely different name Mm. um from Ah. from the character on stage and it's because you know when you walk into any community every community has you know the things that they do every single day their routine and so with us you know, after the, as we've all seen, you know, on news after any major storm has happened in an island, they get straight to the cleaning and the disaster relief and rebuilding of, of their communities. And that's what you see us doing. We're picking up the debris that's come in from the ocean, plastic bags. Um, my character's picking up Coca-Cola cans um, that we later transform into these fins to be Papa Gay. And it shows the resourcefulness of this island community, how one's discarded trash can become the treasure of another person. Mm -hmm. You know, how can we recycle and reuse Agwe, who's the god of water, played by um, Jamal Bakari. 
He's picking up the trash bags, which become his beard, you know, in the show. And Arzuli, who's played by Cassandra James, she has a mosquito net. She represents Doctors Without Borders. And so she has the mosquito net that she transforms into her dress. And her crown becomes the cables, the optical cables of, you know, um, computers. Yeah. And so it's this whole recycle and reuse that's going on that we're talking about, you know, from our hardest hit communities, you know, they have to deal with the trash of the rest of the world mm -hmm. that, you know, just washes ashore. And so it's, it's very, um, it's educational as well as informative, you know, in terms of what it looks like for an island to rebuild itself. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what we've discussed, kind of like the theme of the show, because yeah, by the end, so, so last night there was a, a little bit of like a talk back and mm -hmm. a couple cast members were, um, uh, stayed after and they were chatting with one of the directors of programming, Scott Galbraith. Uh, sorry, Scott, if I'm mispronouncing that. But anyway, I, I went to this discussion after, and so he was asking them some questions, and it was so great. And um, But one of the things that one of the actors mentioned was she was talking about the roller coaster of emotions yeah. of the show, and she said, and he asked them, you know, when you first saw the show before you became part of the cast, what drew you to it? And, and one of them said... Uh, at the end, when I was crying, but I was also happy, and I was just confused about why I was feeling all of these yeah. emotions, and again, not without, you know, giving anything away, that's, that's kind of, I was sitting there too, I was like, there's so much happening, and I'm, I'm happy, and these people are happy, but also, I've just gone through so many emotions, and I'm exhausted emotionally, yeah. and, but that's kind of what it all comes back to there at the end, is these people, yeah, having to rebuild their lives, but doing it in a joyous way. In a joyous way, and that's what sets the community, that's what we say in the beginning. It's like, how do we deal with this devastation? And and they say we dance. We celebrate life. We, we give thanks to the God of the earth for providing us with food and, and, and shelter. We give thanks to the God of rain because without the rain, we wouldn't have the food, you know? And it's, it's the circle of life, you know? And that's kind of what the show represents. It's, it takes you through the myriad of emotions because in life, we experience all of these things. Mm -hmm. And as you go on this journey with Timun, you're going through her journey of life. You know, you're going through her faith and her belief in herself that she can be this source of change and reuniting the two sides of the island regardless of what life has said it's supposed to be. She says, no, this is what I believe, and this is what I'm going to see and make, make happen. And, and you, you, you root for her. You know, you're like, yes, yes, you can do this. And, you know, and as the gods manipulate her and, and kind of, I think the only one who doesn't really manipulate her actually is Asaka, Mama Asaka, who's played by Kyle Freeman. And it's because... She is love. She is the embodiment of, of, of abundance, you know, the earth, you know, ever giving, you know, ever generous. And, you know, she kind of just welcomes her all the time and safeguards her while the rest of us are like, oh, splash her with a wave, scare her half to death, you know. And, and so as we, as we travail with her on her journey, we get excited for her. We get sad for her when we see, you know, how Daniel uses her, you know, and we think that he's going to fall in love with her. But 
we find out otherwise that that's not the case, you know. And then when Papa Gay comes into play, you know, you you know from the very beginning that you know no good thing <laughs> can possibly come from this particular character. However, that's not the case, you know. As we learn further on in the story, that even death can be transformative, you know, and even the most what is perceived as the most evil can change, mm -hmm. you know, and rediscover the light again. And I think that that's what ultimately the show is about rediscovering the light, rediscovering your sense of hope, uh, your, your being, being strong in your belief and faith of change that you can be the, the catalyst for change, you know, in a community that doesn't believe it anymore. Yeah. Wow. And one thing we haven't talked about um, in talking about the gods uh, is how much just like sheer research went into creating this show. I mean, this so this show debuted on Broadway in I believe 1990, so sometime around 1990. I'm pretty sure is when it, it debuted. And so this this tour is based on the revival that um, actually won the best best, the Tony for the best. Revival, Revival of mm -hmm. a musical mm -hmm. <laughs> in 2018. So it is it is come to Fayetteville straight from Broadway. Yes. So this is the revival, but um, particularly for this incarnation of the show, just uh -huh. how much research went into um, not only the gods, like we've discussed in the past, mm -hmm. are literally based on deities in the Haitian belief system. Yeah. But again, another thing that some of the actors were talking about last night was um, during the flood at the very beginning of the show, um, there's a mother and daughter and the mother places the daughter on the hood of a car and yeah. the mother, and so that's, this is T-Moon that yes. we see, that's how she becomes orphaned. The actors were telling us that's a real thing that happened. Yeah. And, you know, so there, there's so many elements to the show that are based in what is actually happening right now, yeah. what is, you know, part of the history and the culture of, you know, islands in this area that the show is based on. So there's just so much. It's so rich. Um, and and our our brilliant set designer, uh, Dane Laffer Lafferty, is when we were in rehearsals, he had pictures of all of his sources of inspiration from because he and our director, Michael Arden, went to Haiti. And they looked and they actually sat in a ceremony um, of, of, of for the gods uh, and witnessed a mounting, which is when the gods actually come in to, you know, not necessarily possess, but, you know, come in to... Uh, gosh, I don't actually know the word for it, um, take over, you know, that personality for a second. Um, and in the pictures, that car scene, they had a picture of a car that was, I guess it was in a tree, and the little girl was there. Wow. You know, and so they, they are definitely things that are based on some of the different hurricane and devastations that we've seen, you know, in the years gone by. Um, and the symbology, symbolism that you see on our set are the real veves, which is what it's called um, in, in, in the in Haitian society, um, the, the, the goddess and the god symbols for the different gods. Mm. Um, they all exist above the pool that represents the ocean, so to speak, in our show. Um, and so it, it really is educational in that you're learning a bit, a real sense of history for this particular culture.
Yeah, absolutely. And it's so, um, so going back again to the very beginning and talking about being in just right there in the middle of the action. Uh, after the show, I was talking with some friends and, and like I said, go through an entire kaleidoscope of emotions. Yeah. But even just in the very beginning, I like the opening number, I was getting overwhelmed. I, I was like almost tearing up and, and I thought to myself, you know, I can't start crying in the very <laughs> opening. But it, it was it was just because it was so, you know, like like it like we've discussed there, it was so joyous, but also it's just um the the colors and the costumes yeah. and the dancing and it's not it's you know a lot of the dancing feels very you know of the place and that's not something that we encounter here very much in northwest mm-hmm. arkansas and uh, you know it's, it's so it just was incredible to me and and like i said i felt like i was right there in the middle of it and it was very overwhelming in a good way i was just i thought it was an incredible experience um and that's something that uh I guess Scott and I have talked about too is how rel- not relevant the show. I mean, it is, but you know, you talked about the education component, mm-hmm. and there's obviously a social component yeah. that, even though the show was written almost thirty years ago, is still so relevant. So and relevant. and it's happening on an island, but it's still relevant to what's happening here in Northwest Arkansas. So it's all of these components. Well, it's life, isn't it? You know, we. The, the, beauty of, the beautiful thing about art is it reflects life, you know, and if we can, sometimes what we don't need is to be hit on the head, you know, directly do this, do that. It needs to come in kind of from the side so that we can make our own mind up as, you know, as to how we can move forward in our own lives and how we can also make the changes necessary for our own society. Um, and I think that you mentioned in how in the beginning it's so overwhelming and it's so exuberant, you know, but that's how they deal with the thing that's so beautiful is that's how they deal with pain. You know, that's how they deal with uh, rebuilding. You know, they don't go into the, oh, woe is me. My life is destroyed. They say, no, thank you. My life is still here. These things I can rebuild and make. But what I would not be able to do is make another me, you know? So I give thanks to these gods for, for saving me and, and giving me the strength and the courage and, and the necessary tools to continue going on, you know, for the next day. And so when it says we dance, we dance to the water, we dance to the earth, we, we dance for, for our peace of mind. You know, we, we dance for our well-being so that we can move forth in this world with a joyous spirit, you know, regardless of what's going to be thrown with us, we still, thrown towards us, we still have one another, you know, and with each other, we can continue to make a better life for ourselves, you know, and I think that that's the great thing about this show is that it talks about the power of community. So it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, we all understand how important it is to be a part of a community that supports one another um, and and helps to build up, you know, each of its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, yes. I, I loved it. I love talking about the show with you. Um, but I guess we should probably wrap it up at some point. Is there any thing you would like to plug where can people find you where can they find you know information about you in the show ah uh, i'm on instagram 
uh, the Tamira Gray. I'm on Facebook, same thing. <laughs> and just come out and, you know, be a part of the show with us, share in the story, because it really is about this. It's about the conversations. You know, it's about getting to know, you know, someone who's different from yourself, you know, and realizing the similarities that we all share. And, and I love that about this show. Yes. So Once on This Island will be showing at the Walton Arts Center through February 16th. Uh, tickets are still available. Onstage tickets are still available as far as I know, and, and those are available to everyone. Uh, they're $25, so it's such a steal. It's, it's, you know, from that stage perspective, so you're not in the audience view, but, you know, so much is going on that I didn't feel like I missed out on anything and, in fact, felt like it was a very unique and incredible experience that I really enjoyed. Um, so you can, you know, find find tickets at the Walton Arts Center's website. And, yeah, uh, thank you, Tamara, so much for being here. Thank you, Jocelyn, for having me.